doing? Uh, man, I'm excited. Uh, we have an opportunity right now to have a special guest, Todd and I. Uh, we Not that we got lonely, not that we needed a moment like this, but, uh, <laughs> but we, do, we, we do get lonely sometimes, Todd, I suppose. But we have Heidi here, and Heidi is our student ministries pastor, but not just student ministries, it's it's kids all the way up to graduating, and she just came from a fall photo shoot. She looks fantastic, and and I don't know if you noticed this or not, but she looks ultimately better than Todd Knight, which really, let's be honest, doesn't take a lot, but we're excited to have her here, and uh, we're looking forward to just a conversation that we get to have about uh, parenting over the next three weeks we're going to dive in, so thanks for being here, Heidi. We really appreciate it. Yeah, glad to be here. Well, awesome. That, I, you know, <laughs> do you want me to expand on that? You know, yeah. usually most guests usually do. Usually you don't but, give me more uh, time to say more listen, there, so I just thought I'd get was, in and get out. There was freedom there, and uh, you <laughs> didn't take it, advantage then. of it. So that uh, means Todd and I just get more time. So Yep, this is true. <laughs> uh, well, while, what we're going to try to cover throughout these next three weeks is just trying to point out the different phases that we go through as parents. Uh, I think all of us as parents, there's uh, parts of it that we go, okay, this part I think I get well, or I don't get this well at all. Um, but the three phases would be kind of like baby, toddler, preschool, that kind of young age, zero to five. And then there's that five to 12, depending on how, yeah. but the elementary phases and then the teenage years. And so and that's uh, when the crazy starts. Yeah. And that's, that's where it gets a little dicey. Um, but I think what's going to be helpful is having Heidi here kind of seeing the perspective of what we see as a church. Um, and seeing what we're trying to coach about, but all of us being parents um, and navigating all of those phases. Yeah. Um, and so our hope is that you kind of walk away with, hey, maybe some parenting tips or some parenting um, like things that you can go after, but also as a church hearing like what we're trying to do yeah. uh, to help you as a family. Um, and so <clears throat> I'll kind of just, uh, I think one of the things I'd like to do, Heidi, just to kind of tell us a little bit about your role. Because I know people would be like, okay, you do kids and students, but you got a team like, yeah. Full. If you wanted people to understand, here's what we do. Uh-huh. What would what would you say? Uh, well, we're the next gen team, so next generation is what we're just really focused on. And of course, it's it sounds so simple, but mm-hmm. I know there's a lot that goes into it. But we just want to point kids, students towards Jesus. We want them to. Mm-hmm to ask him into their lives. We want um, them to get to know him and to grow a relationship with him. Um, and so I'm just so thankful for my team. Uh, there's six of us total, and uh, we're all about just making sure we're connecting with kids and teenagers on the and, uh, the level that, that they're at, wherever that might be. Um, so so there's a lot of programming that goes into it, a lot of um, just connection time, meeting with families and kids and students. And, and uh, you know, we've got to have lots of uh, fun in there. Um, mm-hmm. Just we're we're always having some crazy event. And, yeah. and it's just you had movie night last night, right? Like we had movie night. Movie yeah. Nights. And that was more geared more towards um, kids, you know, families with with younger kids, not so much towards the students and just a time for the them to all connect. And it was great, you know, about 150 people there. And we just That's had really a cool. had a great time. And parents really appreciated um, us being very careful in the content, you know, that yeah. we would show that it was just a safe place to come mm-hmm. and watch a um, uh, right. a clean uh, movie that had some great values to it. And man, we had a lot of popcorn. That's good. Hey, did popcorn. you make all the popcorn or yes, did you did. get it from somewhere? 
Oh no, we made oh, really? it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> man. Just sitting yeah. in the back in the cauldron and just being like stewing over the the cauldron. <laughs> Have you not watched like how they make? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, kettle corn. Yeah, you're yeah, thinking? Corn. Yeah, we weren't that fancy, but we we had the butter and salt flow. There you okay. go. Okay, like the promise. That is Very that nice. is the, yeah the most beautiful aspect of popcorn is <laughs> know, copious right? amounts of, of butter and yes, ooh, yum. yes, it. it's a clean slate to add so much bad stuff too like yeah and our <laughs> in our team like our crazy. facilities team loves you know kids with buttery hands and stickiness yes. all over seats oh, loves it it's fantastic yeah. so we if you're in west this next weekend just be prepared if you get a little butter on your <laughs> pants or something like but that but just know uh, that's right with love yeah uh, we'll blame the next gen team for that's all true. those moments that's buttery love. <laughs> 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 we did vacuum for an hour so yeah. like our best effort was put out there, there but i now i i just gotta walk away well i thought one of the things that could help people is just tell us a, l- a little bit about your family dynamics, who you're married to, and then the kids that you have. And Chris and I will do the same yeah. thing. And then we'll dive into kind of talking about that that young face, the baby face. Okay. Um, my husband, Kevin, and I have been married for 29 years. Um, so we are excited this wow, next July. next year's 30. Big 3-0. Yeah. Well yep. done. Yep. It's um, not as daunting as when a woman turns 30, I don't think, right? Like I, it's the, the marriage... <laughs> Come on, don't look at me like that. You know that most women, when they turn 30, they're just like, (gasps) like this moment of just trepidation. I think guys are that way. No. Yes, I turned 30 and I was like, I'm I'm retiring from sports. Then why do all women go, I'm 29 still? Like, Uh, always. I think when you're saying all, I'm just not with you on that all. Well, okay, you're the the (laughs) ultimate exception, I think, then to most women, right? Like, because others out there are going, yep, I feel that, Chris. I feel that, Heidi. Heidi's off the rails. I'm off the rails. <laughs> no, yes. anyway, so 30 years um, is speaking pretty of off amazing. The rails, let's yeah, let's get right too. back on those. Oh, that yeah. was nice, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so then my son Joshua um, married to Julia and expecting their first baby in April. So oh, super excited about go. that. Jasmine? Yeah. <laughs> they said <laughs> they're, not going, the they're not going with a J They're not going with a J. Okay. They're All right. Not. All right. Very cool. Um, and then Caitlin is in college in Colorado. And just having a great time, um, making some great friendships and snowboarding and climbing like crazy. Just, yeah. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, And pursuing a degree in uh, counseling, uh, going the realm of psychology. And then we've got Grace, who is in Oklahoma in college. And she's just a beast on the volleyball court and uh, making some great friendships there. And um, she's planning on studying physical therapy um so she had an exceptional volleyball year too this year like her team yeah. only lost like what two games or something like that it was yeah. her coach tracy did a great job and yeah. her team tracy came together Gillette. so yep. Very cool. she she pours into those those girls in in a, a mighty way on and off the court yeah, that was pretty for cool. sure so we're thankful for her all right, Chris, you go ahead and just tell them. Oh, man. So I'm uh, I'm just a, a little bit behind you there. Uh, Rachel and I are going to hit 24 years this year in December. Uh, craziness of being married that long, but uh, all good. We have four daughters. Uh, one of them is at Oklahoma Wesleyan. She's just a year ahead of yours, and uh, mm-hmm. she's pursuing a degree in uh, elementary education, I think right around that third third grade level. She's really excited about that. Is exceptionally more organized than I ever have been in any moment of my life. <laughs> Crazy. She just blows me away. And she's uh, she's doing really good down there, having a, a great semester. Uh, we have a sophomore who uh, is just bringing a lot to the table. Taylor, she's 
man, she just kind of blows me away. Uh, she makes yeah. me look like a really bad human at 16 compared to her 16. <laughs> it's just nuts. And uh, you get to hang out with Taylor. Probably get more texts from Taylor than you really care to admit, I would imagine. So I'm excited every okay. time I see a text coming okay. from her. Yeah, yeah. She is. She has Taylor's a special a place in my heart. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's the real deal. She's a lot of fun. So, And then I have a seventh grader. And a sixth grader, Kate and Jordan. And um, yeah, we're in the throes of volleyball with Kate, and she is finding a passion there. Uh, mm-hmm. She's 5'8 as a seventh grader. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe she won't grow anymore. Maybe she'll be 6'1. Uh, either way, uh, we're along for the ride. It's, you know, it's crazy, but uh, it's good days. And my wife works in town and has a couple jobs. And, and uh, yeah, we love doing life and love parenting and never thought I'd be a dad of all girls, but uh, there you go, man, it's just the way it goes. A lot of estrogen in this house. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's how we tackle it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for my family, uh, Tina and I have been married for 14 years. We'll be 15 this year. Just a young pup. I know. Yeah. <laughs> young pup and then yeah my kids are all younger so i've got emma who's 10 uh corbin who's seven avery who's six and nora who's three and so all of them are doing well and sports are starting to become a big part of what we're doing and but it's just cool to see them growing and becoming little human beings right now so avery killed me the other day she came up after service and was like up up and usually I never, I never got Avery to, to stop. She would just keep going up. Oh, let's go. And I'm like, Hey, I got, I got to go. And she was like, Oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> you don't got time for me. Whatever. There you go. So I like, wow, we've, uh, we've reached a different phase. Something. So. I, I, I like her a lot though. She's cool people. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start kind of diving into that phase for parents when they are from zero to five. I kind of want to walk through what are some important blocks, uh, building blocks that I think, uh, you guys have seen as you've raised your kids. Yeah. Um, and you can talk about the emotional side of things, spiritual side of things. Um, and just kind of seeing like, if you were going to give advice to parents who are in that phase, what would it be? Hmm. Don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, just don't freak out. No, I know yeah. that sounds silly, but it literally, um, man, there's just realizing that, that I think we put in a big bubble, everything that we think we need to do as parents in that age, you know, because it, it's huge, right? Like this huge responsibility of like a baby, a life, and I got to do this, this, hold on, hold on. Baby needs what? Food, shelter, and love. I mean, mm-hmm. that, at least that's what the doctors told us. If they were lying to us, I don't know, but <laughs> food, shelter, and love. And, and if we can focus on doing those things really mm-hmm. well, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good place to start. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's so great to say because I think those are some of the f- the first years where you just think, do I know what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a great, they're all great stages for this, but might as well start out this way of asking people that um, mentors that you mm-hmm. you respect and trust um, for advice during yeah. that time, and yeah. um, not letting pride or insecurities. Uh, keep you from from getting the advice you need. Uh, I think, you know, my team and I have been going through the book, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. Yeah. Great book. Um, and I think this is a time in, in parenting where you can right away start really doubting yourself and say, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this child. I'm not a good parent. I didn't do everything right, or they're not sleeping through the night, so I'm obviously a failure, you know, or all sorts of things. Um, so I think this is a good time to right away, um, 
start, if you haven't already, start that habitual going to God and saying, um, you are the one equipping me and, um, you have entrusted this child to me and, and we're going to do this together, you know? Um, so I think it's a good time to, to start capturing those thoughts about parenthood, uh, so you can parent well. Yeah. Because just, when they're yeah. teenagers, yeah. you got to be <laughs> a feeling a little yeah. even more security <laughs> by them because they're, they're gonna they're gonna start attacking the things you're doing, mm-hmm. maybe verbally. And it's great, it's yeah. so great that they're they're starting to say what their opinions are and yep, and, and let them lay out their most of the do time. With them. Yeah, it's great. So with their like, opinion. I mean, yeah, they got to learn how to do <laughs> yeah. it respectfully yeah. for sure. But like, yep. um, if you've got insecurities in your life, like. Start working on them mm-hmm. when the kids are little yep. because they might be tested yeah. a little They'll bit get more when they when get older. They get yeah, older. They yeah, yeah. No, I think I, I tell parents a lot, you know, when I have that conversation, like you realize really quick that life is not about you. And it, it's tough because there are some some individuals that are having kids right now and they didn't have great parents or their parents aren't there and they're freaking out and they're wondering who they go to. So that idea of like, look around your life right now and say, okay, who are those people that are steady in my life that that, you know, sometimes we ask that question, who do you want to emulate or who do you really Mm -hmm. admire? And I think those are great conversations. I mean, because we had issues with Morgan right off the bat. She wasn't eating and we didn't really Mm -hmm. know that was going on. Mm -hmm. So when Morgan started losing weight and our world kind of, and Morgan was our first, uh, shifted and we were like, okay, what are we doing wrong? Mm -hmm. Is it you? Is it me? Like, I think you're doing everything right and trying to be affirmative and, Mm -hmm. and then just watching things not go the way we thought. And Mm-hmm. Wow, it it can go, not to take a dark turn, but it can go from bad to worse really quick if you don't have a handle on on okay, who do we turn to, mm-hmm. who can we rely on, and first and foremost, like you're saying, man, that relationship with God is key. God, help me trust you. Help me know that it's going to be good. Help me know that even if it, it takes a turn here, I I can come to you and I can rely and have those people in my yeah. life. So yeah, I think one of the big things to learn as parents in this phase because it's going to be a building block to the next mm-hmm. phases is going. Okay, God, these kids are yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. like because at the end of the the time with them, like you want them to go be a thriving adult yeah. who has a relationship with their ultimate father yeah. with yeah. with God, mm-hmm. and to release them in the world and be ready to do that. But some of that starts with you because from zero to five, they may not recognize yeah. Yeah. this, but you've got the big this phase, so you can be ready yeah. to say, God, you have them. Because I feel like during this phase, you feel so like they're dependent on me for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to eat, to do anything, I have to, yeah, to take care of it. And so there does come this pressure of like, am I doing it right? Yeah, are we are we making sure that they're doing all these things correctly? Or you know, they didn't walk at once, or did we screw <laughs> them up? Like you know, like it's all those kind of like. There's a lot of like, it's funny in this phase. There's a lot of marks that you feel like you need to hit. Yeah, like physically, like okay, are they crawling? Are they walking? Are they talking now? Are they doing those kind of things? Where it's like in elementary, there's a lot more space, yeah. and teenage mm-hmm. years, there's a lot more space yeah. in some of that. And so there feels, I just know as a parent, like sometimes you feel like this pressure, like oh, my kid's behind. Yeah, there's a lot of expectations that we. Uh, it's just uh, funny in this early in our phase. world. Yeah, like hey, are they reading? Are they walking? Are they? Can they do these things? And right. like even right now, what I see the other day, we want STEM elementary schools or preschool STEM. And I'm like, oh man, my kid doesn't need astrophysics. He needs to quit picking his nose, right? Like yeah. this idea, like <laughs> there are things that your kids just, they're gonna be okay. Yeah. But but yeah, I think we as a society really have done a really good job of putting a lot of expectations on parents of where they should be or where what marks they should hit. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
when you go to the doctor, what do they talk about? Well, man, I really don't like where their IQ's at. No, they like, man, your child's head is huge. Yes. Uh, body, body weight looks good. And, you right. know, those are the base things. Are they healthy? Are they, are they progressing well? And yeah. A lot of physical features yes, are kind of focused absolutely. on mm -hmm. during this phase. Yeah. Um, and so that's a just caution parents of be careful with some of that because yeah. all of that will catch up with itself later. Yeah. Because I go, Corbin, I mean, we joke about this as a family, like his head was massive. <laughs> yeah. Like to where when he, he struggled to crawl because his head would fall to the ground because he could not hold it up. And so if you're like, oh, he's not doing it. Like, but now it's all changed. Yeah. And some of our girls who were so tiny, they were able to move faster yeah. because they had less body weight. Mm -hmm. And so they're able to crawl on things yep. and all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So I, I just noticed as a parent, I was like, whoa, be careful about putting yeah. these crazy expectations on yourself. And then you failed one and going, you have sometimes no control over yeah. this. Comparison can be such, um, uh, it, it, you know, no matter if it's, comparing our kids with other kids or ourselves with mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. people, uh, that comparison game just cripples us. And so, yeah, just like we watch it with ourselves, I think we have to watch it with our kids. I also think these early years, though, um, even when they're teeny tiny, what a time to develop trust. Yep. Yep. You're developing so such a trusting relationship. Uh, I remember, um, you know, we went through years of infertility. We lost our first child. And, mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people have experienced that. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it hurts less, you know. But when Joshua was finally born, mm -hmm. man, I held on tight. And, and uh, I had to learn to not hold on so tightly because that that would really um stunt his growth in different ways emotionally um and the way that we were supposed to grow together yeah. and so um I remember leaving him at the the nursery for one of the first times and standing outside of the door. He's screaming on the inside yeah. of the room. I'm sobbing on the outside. I need to get upstairs and lead yeah. worship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm a mess. And this sweet couple, um, just such a Hemstock family, it's just such sweet people still um, to me to this day. Uh, they said, you're establishing trust. Mm -hmm. He sees that you've left. Let him see you mm -hmm. leave. Yep. Instead of sneaking out of the room, let him see you leave and let him see you come back. And that really gave me wings um, in that situation. And I'm not saying I didn't cry every time that I dropped him off <laughs> yeah. after that, but I did drop him off. And uh, we are as close as ever to this day. And he's still a very independent young man that is doing a great job with his little family that he started. And so um, I appreciate people like that, but the trust that we were yeah. able to establish. I think I think that's key. And, and just a side note, like when you drop your kids off at, at kids ministry, just drop and go. Trust me, they're they're going to be okay. We, you trust us. We we want your kids to be safe, have fun, and learn about God. When you drop them off, whether it's just a little infant or whatever, we know it's difficult. We know it's hard, right? And you're right. On a side note, the Hemstocks are amazing people. Yeah. Love those love those yeah. guys a lot. Yeah. Um, but but just that opportunity for you to realize that that you also need that time. Parents need that time. You had to go sing and, and lead worship, but but for parents to have that quality time sitting together or or having that, to feel that tension of, of like, okay, this is a good thing. Like I get to focus back on this or I get to to just be present in the moment if you're, if you're a single mom or a single dad, uh, which, yeah. you, you know, you can't, can't underemphasize mm -hmm. how vital that is mm -hmm. for, for any parent. And I think this phase is the hardest to do that in. Yeah, yeah, like the agree. youngest phase is like to give your kid to somebody else. Um, Cause I, 
it's funny you bring that up. I think most parents don't realize how how hard that moment is. Yeah, because I, I, I grew up. I went to daycare, so I was like, yeah, but my kids will go to daycare. And but when I had to drop off mm-hmm. Emma for the first time, I thought, no, oh, this will be fine. I know, but but to watch her sit in a room by herself as she's navigating, because she was a little bit older, but still a toddler phase, and she's having to get, sit there and go. Okay, and I'm like, teacher, mm-hmm. just somebody go talk to her, do something. Like, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I just gotta leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 I do think yes, this is a phase where you build trust with your kid, and yeah. and it's gonna happen. Like, uh, for me as a dad, like tossing them up and catching them is yeah. a big thing. Feeding them, taking care of them, and those mm-hmm. things. Please, like those those moments are special. Yep. And I remember even thinking as a dad when they were a baby, I'm like, man, I don't don't really have a lot to offer right now. Like it was like you, you sat them down. They didn't move as much, especially as yeah. babies. And, um, but recognizing even those little moments, uh, are important. Yeah. Cause when I was young, I, I just thought, okay, I'd change a diaper. I don't really see it. <laughs> I wasn't able to feed, yeah, you know, yeah, our kids. Yeah. And so there just felt like, especially from a dad's perspective, I felt more sometimes on the outside, Yeah. but that was something I had to work through. Cause then by, I think, you know, we got to Avery and Nora and yeah. I recognized like, no, these moments are still yeah, valuable. Are Some of it valuable. came with this wisdom yep. of walking through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but recognizing, no, these are trust building moments, yeah. spending time with your kid in these moments. And they're going to be shorter. The That's the part I was learning is they get older. The trust uh, is still built, but it takes longer time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like it's, it's hanging out with them. It's those kind of things. Yeah. This could be five minutes. And they go, that was great, dad. Like yeah. you just, you played with me on the yep. ground for five minutes and mm-hmm. that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like in those year, in those real early beginning months too, yeah. being so supportive um, to your wife, to the child's yeah. mother mm-hmm. is yes. really helping um, that whole nourishing process to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think even emotionally, um, if Kevin would have felt I have nothing yeah. to offer and yeah. he, and he didn't like interact, I would feel like I was in the parenting alone, you know, even if he's just, you know, as you know, the wife's feeding the baby or something just to be in the moment with, with them is just a huge family moment. Um, cause I I do remember at first when Josh was born, just going, Oh, I miss Kevin. Like I, I'm, just, my schedules changed drastically, yeah. you know? yeah. but I just missed this, this, all this one-on-one time that we had before. So, um, yeah, I, so I encourage dads out there to just sit in the moments with them, you know, be be in it with them, support her as she's getting all this stuff figured out between the two of them. Uh, that that's huge. So I think I think dads can offer so much more than they realize. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's true. Like, and to me, and and I've talked about a lot, and that's where it really we kind of hit the crux. Uh, in our relationship is we needed that, that date time, the the wife, we needed that time away. I knew she needed moments uh, for she and I to connect for Rachel and I to connect. And, and, and I get it. I have a lot of conversations about this. Well, I don't have babysitters or I don't have people like mm-hmm. find friends you can swap with. If you have parents in town, obviously that's, if it works, that's amazing. Or, or just be willing to ask. And I know you probably talk to a lot of people, both of you do. Oh, I just don't want to ask. I don't want to be inconvenienced. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you have friends that are willing and saying, "Yeah, we want to watch your kids, so you can have some time away," take advantage of those. You are not, you are not robbing them. And yeah, know, yeah. And secondly, and then one of the things that I learned that I love is I would just take Morgan. I mean, obviously, who's going to set your kid on a cat? That's the dad's job, right? Who's going to teach them to cheer for the Hawkeyes? Go Hawkeyes! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, who's going to do all those weird things? But Morgan and I even. As soon as we could get out of the house, I would take her to, well, it's now it's BAM, you know, but 
we would go and read books mm-hmm. and they'd look at me like, are you going to buy those books? No, but I'm going to drink your coffee from the coffee shop. And if I read two books to my girl, it's going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. like w- what are those moments you can steal away and invest and, and build that trust that, yep. that you've all mentioned uh, are mm-hmm. so key and vital to, mm-hmm. to just form in that relationship. And it's so much fun. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I just think those little moments, like sometimes it's like playing for them for 10 minutes. Yeah. It's just, it goes a long way. Yeah. And so that's the yeah. part that I'd be like doing that. And and I think what you said, not only just trusting, like building trust with your kids, but building trust with other people yeah. who you can be like, I, I know you'll take care of our kids. And so church yeah. gives us a huge opportunity with that for an hour. Um, and even for you guys, I just love to hear, I know we're going to wrap up here soon. Like as a church, what are we trying to do for that age? Yeah, I would say, you know, our nursery is is definitely divided up into three little sections there. So infancy, we're establishing trust, mm-hmm. not just with the the babies in us, but yeah, mom and dad mom dropping and dad. them off. And, we're, <laughs> uh, and we just go with this. If they're crying hard for 15 minutes, we're going to call you and come get them. We don't mm-hmm. want to put them through too much. And they've established, you know, they're learning. Yep. They're little, but they're learning. You're coming back. Yep. And and we encourage those parents, keep bringing them, keep dropping them off. They'll get used to it. There's never been one that hasn't gotten used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one's failed. We haven't failed you. Your child hasn't failed us. We're just going to slowly work up to mm-hmm. them staying at through, through the whole service kids time. got the big adjustment to work through. Some of mm-hmm. them will work through it faster. Some of them will take more time. And the yeah. earlier you start them, the easier it is on yeah, them and on true. us because yeah. they're used to it. They've, mm-hmm. they, they know this setting. They've built the trust, you know, the familiarity, mm-hmm. uh, and the ones, you know, room, we're going to start, um, introducing some, some worship. They're going to start hearing the name of Jesus more. And, um, and again, they're going to start building relationships. You see one-year-olds, they see their favorite teacher they click with and they just toddle into that room. Mm -hmm. And the two-year-olds, we're going to start, um, adding some, a little bit of curriculum too, a little bit of, of lessons and how we treat each other. And we're going to, we're going to, pray they're going to see what praying looks like um and then we'll move into our our preschool time where there's definitely a lot more of curriculum they're memorizing verses um they're they're definitely worshiping yeah. and wow are they good at it That's cool. <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's just the preschool age is really fun um and and then after that we'll get into elementary age which i i don't think we're going into today but yeah. um yeah it's just building that community around your kid mm-hmm. and about around your family too and meeting other families yeah. and especially when they serve together the families really get to know each other and yeah. that's huge and and um and being a part of your church family that way is great i i remember being so busy serving in the church and thinking i'm really missing my family but i love serving and i realized oh i should serve where the yeah. kids are at and mm-hmm. <laughs> what a difference that made then you know, I, I wanted to serve and and be a part of this family. I just didn't want to consume. You know, I wanted to be a part of my yeah. my church family. So it was huge for me serving. Um, but but then I didn't even realize the benefits that would come along with serving where my kids were at, yeah. because now I knew the other kids yeah. and I knew their parents and I knew you know what I was comfortable with and what I wasn't and what relationships were really growing yet and what relationships I'm comfortable saying hey. Uh, yeah, your kid can come play at my house yeah. and my kid can go play at your house and I'm comfortable with that because we've been serving together and we know each other. Yeah. So that's huge. And those relationships, mm. you start building them early because wow, does it make a difference when they're 16 mm. yep. and they say, I'm going to go hang out with so-and-so. Yep, I know that family. We've been doing life together for 10 years mm. already or more. And um, that's a lot of freedom to yeah. a parent of a teenager. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so I, I mean... Yeah, I have a couple of things, and like you're right, we're closing. Um, 
Heidi mentioned it, um, possibility of serving. If you're interested, talk to Heidi or anybody on our team. Mm-hmm. Uh, get plugged in. Find a, find a place. Uh, child education. We talked about it just yep. kind of briefly, this idea of we as parents, uh, they're not our kids. They're God's kids, mm-hmm. and we want... To, to ask God's help and and to be a part of it. And so child education is coming up. You can sign up on the app and, and things like that, you know, when we have them periodically throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, but I just also think one thing that I, I definitely want to touch on is pray for your kids, pray over your kids, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pray scripture to your kids. And and I know it sounds weird. Start somewhere, you know, just God, I just, just want to be reminded that they're yours and help me be faithful and help me be diligent. Help me not shy away from the hard, the hard things. Help me, ask for help, help me be willing to have a conversation. You know, all the things that I'm sure you guys yeah. did at different phases and moments, but just, man, watching your kids in the crib and you're just like, God, man, I don't know what their life is going to be like, but I pray your faithfulness in it. And I pray that they would one day come to know you and and make that decision. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm excited mm-hmm. about what these next phases look like as your kids grow and they, they pick up traits. And I know Rachel prayed that they would pick up a lot of her traits and not a lot of mine. You yeah. know, yeah, all smart. those, I know she, she is a smart woman. <laughs> Best thing she did was marry me. Everything else. I give the credit to her for the kids. No, um, just this reality of really, how do we pray? How do we, and, and la- the last thing I'll probably say on this one is, which surprises you both. I know, but, um, man, you're not alone. Like you're yeah. not the only one going through the difficulties and the challenges and the, and mm-hmm. the pressures of this, of this newness. Um, and, and realize that you don't have to keep that to yourself and struggle with it alone, reach out and, and have conversation and, and if we can make ourselves available. So mm-hmm. I think the beautiful part of this is that I think in this phase is start recognizing, okay, God, teach me to have that reliance on yeah, you. Yeah. If you can start building that in this phase, that is huge. The other part of this phase that's really important is start building your village because yeah. it takes a village to raise your kids. So you've got a church here who would be like, hey, let's have you walk through a baby dedication yep. moment. Let's yep. have you have your kid be sit an hour and start building that trust of you being away from them mm-hmm. and them being able to see, Hey, you're going to come back. Like you've got those moments that I would say, take advantage of them. Yeah. And so that way you can begin to learn as a parent. Cause I know for me, I needed that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I needed a church and I needed uh, just and learning even what God wants me mm-hmm. to be in this. Cause I think yeah. once you go through that, then you're going, okay, God, I see, I see what you're building and I'm learning to build trust with my kid. I'm, I'm learning to build trust with other people and it just becomes healthy on a lot yeah. of levels. Cool. And so, well, hey, thank you guys all for listening to this. Yep. We'll be back over these next few weeks just hitting more of these phases. But uh, if you have questions for us or anything, please reach out. But we hope as you kind of grow in your parenting style, take a lesson from some of us. We don't have it all figured out, but man, God is good. And there's a lot of good people who can help you as you mm-hmm. go along this road. Yep. Have a great one. Take care, you guys.